Today's show is sponsored by Prosper. Prosper is the better way to get the cash you need at a low interest rate. You can use Prosper to pay off your high interest credit cards, fix up your home, or even take a vacation to check your low rate instantly without affecting your good credit score. Head over to prosper.com forward slash bad Christian. Today's show is also brought to you by MeUndies. You wear underwear every day, and if you don't, it's time to start. MeUndies has the world's most comfortable pair of underwear, and right now they're offering BC Pod listeners 20% off of your first order and free shipping. So head over to MeUndies.com forward slash Bad Christian and order your first pair today. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. What's up, you pathetic losers? Let me back up my claim that you guys are pathetic losers. You are because you listen to this podcast still. You haven't figured out that it's not good. We're not that talented. We don't work that hard at it. We're not that prepared. There's not very much good information here. And you're wasting between 90 minutes and three hours a week listening to this. I mean, there's free college courses online you could be listening to, for goodness sakes. You could be listening to audiobooks and learning stuff. I mean, but here you are again, going to waste another hour and a half. It's kind of like that fourth beer that you don't need, but hey, you're just going to do it anyway. So shame on you. But also, on the other hand, it's pretty cool. I'm glad you're here. This is kind of badass. And I'm on your level. I'm being a little indulgent tonight myself because my wife is out with some other girlfriends. So I, so I do what I always do when my wife goes out. I go get fish sticks, cheese and crackers, and beer. And yes, I'm on my fourth beer, and I am watching ESPN, and I am wasting time, and I am loving every minute of it. But I'll tell you what isn't a waste of time, and that's going to live shows. And you know why? It's not because you're just listening to us or seeing us, our band plays, because you're interacting with other people. And that actually really is important, something I believe in. So we're doing live Bad Christian Podcast in living rooms next week on the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd in Chicago, Milwaukee, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we think it's so important that we're doing it for free. If you're a BC Club member, it's free. If you're not a BC Club member, you could pay what you want, or you can sign up and you'll probably get in for free anyway. It's We want it to be free. We want every single person to come. That's the point. Go to badchristian.com forward slash Live to sign up, and we will see you there. I mean it. We'll see you there. Also, Emory's going on tour in November, and we do VIP stuff so that we can hang out and meet the people that care. We play songs on our tour bus. We shake hands, take pictures, hang out, and you can have one of our beers, in fact. So go to emoryvip.com. A lot of them are getting close to or already sold out, so I know November's a long time away, but go ahead to emoryvip.com right now. Here we go. Are you ready, Joey? Yeah! Are you ready, Matt? Woo! Are you ready, Neil? Hey, man, I just want y'all to buy the damn pieces from one time. <laughs> oh, forget it. Let Joey chop the piece. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Come on, Neil. Yo, it's the Big Christian Podcast. Can y'all please tip me so I can be y'all Christians, right? <laughs> hey, man, y'all Christians, right? Welcome to the Bad Christian right. Podcast. We started early this day. Joey had that hunger in his eyes, not for great podcasting, for great pizza. What is your favorite pizza? I, I actually don't know. Well, it kind of comes in waves. Like I had uh, ground beef and onions, and I was like, you just can't beat it. Ground beef That's and cool. onions. Weird. It sounds very German of you. Very German. 
Oh, I, I got to tell you something. So, um, yeah, Toby actually had a dizzy spell Sunday and it freaked him out. So he usually kind of spearheads going to the assisted living home on Sundays. We go there once a month. So I went there without Toby. So he wasn't able to experience this. The lady that smelled like death. Speaking of ground beef and onions. <laughs> right. I actually gave her a hug and there was not a hint of bad smell. <laughs> So A, Toby was right oh, in that she anything. in that she is a very clean woman. Of course she is. But uh-huh. B, the smell is coming from her room. So that has to be from her toilet, from her trash can, from her clothes, wrong, from her wrong, underwear. Wrong and no. wrong. Have you ever heard of a spiritual gift of smell? I would have smelled it on you. You don't have the spiritual gift of death smell that Toby does. It's a spirit <laughs> gift. He is real. It's, I could not believe how fresh she smells. She yeah. smelled so fresh. I told you she's really clean. So that's what I'm saying. With that being said, Just she Toby's is perception. really clean. She would not allow her toilet or her uh, trash cans or bed and all that stuff to smell bad. I'm telling you, she <laughs> that is death, what death smells like. <laughs> Imminent death smell. Well, well, I, my, I love this lady. My mistake. Sweetheart. Just like Matt's RC Sproul mistake. Well, what, no, we'll what, you just, that. I mean, you, you smelled her clean clothes and how clean she is, but that, if you... I mean, no, I started to think if I wasn't married, maybe I would try to kiss her. Day after day, her (laughs) smell, her smell is death. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing at that? You love this lady. You're right. I do love this lady. Well, she's ready to go. She is ready to go. uh, Hey, she wasn't ready to go Sunday, though. She was happy. Well, here's what I'm saying, though. To be honest, though, if she were to die right now, I, I really do believe it would be better for her. It, 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 I believe in heaven. A lot of people don't, and if you don't believe in heaven, that's fine. You think I'm crazy. But I really do believe if she were to die, if you and I, if I die right now, heaven has to be better than this. I yep. mean, it doesn't matter what I think. It, I, I, that's why we shouldn't be that scared of death. Either there's nothing and you don't know it, or you go to the best place in the world. Yeah. Uh, out, not in the world. Yeah. yeah. It can't even exist here. Well, I will say this. Uh, she did tell me that three of her fingers have fallen off, and she showed me her hand, and it was true. So. That's not true, Joey. That's a way worse joke. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm talking about this sweet older lady going to heaven, and you talking about she smells good, but her fingers are falling off. <laughs> I've said goodbye to my grandma, too. So. <laughs> Terrible. Well, I'll tell you, I'd be, be glad to hey, go on to hey, heaven. Listen, listen to this, Matt. So I'm I'm standing next to my mama Jean who has com- completely lost her mind and she just <laughs> she loves- has dementia. <laughs> That's a condition. <laughs> That's she's I not mean. wilding out. That's what I <laughs> she lost her mind to the beat. Well, she cray cray. All right, so she has dementia and Alzheimer's. And I love her. I've just <laughs> said not- goodbye. She lost her mind. <laughs> so Toby is our worship leader. So, <laughs> man, you say Joey's grandma she done lost her mind. I'm crazy up in here. <laughs> so, so my mama loves church, and part of that, the part of that reason is Toby's leadership with the worship team. But Toby, I haven't told you this. Every single Sunday now, she points at John Peace, who's our drummer, and says, yeah. "And that boy that plays those things is just so good." Like she doesn't even know how to express it anymore. She just points and says, "Good." Yeah, she came up. We, you know, we started doing music before the service. She came right. up while John was trying to play and was shaking his hand and stuff. And he tried to keep playing. Yeah, and he almost had to stop. It was really funny. She's being really sweet. Right. She really does think. Isn't that, it crazy but. how when bad Christian fans come to our church to like. 
take it in and see you leading worship and meet me or whatever, they also get to be like, that's got to be Joey's grandma. Yeah, they, right get know, they get to know some people. <laughs> it affects every single bit of our life. Hey, listen to this. So I put an Instagram picture on uh, Instagram of William's first day of school. It's K-5. All right, I put it on my personal account. Some asshole, and I love you, from Bad Christian goes on there and says, oh, Joey's son must be the fat little boy in front. <laughs> and so Priscilla sees that a fellow parent but it in the class sees it. But it wasn't your re- kid. It wasn't my kid. So this parent reaches out to Priscilla and says, hey, I'm really concerned about Joey's picture in the comment. And so my wife has to get on Instagram and says, hey, I know you're probably a bad Christian follower and you didn't mean any harm. But this is too much for a parent to read of her kid being in school. So I I can't even get away in my personal life from bad Christian fans saying, hey, (laughs) Joey's kid must be the fat one in front. (laughs) I feel so terrible for that kid. So anyway, I did Priscilla. Priscilla kind of admonished that person with some right righteous indignation and then i took the picture off so i think the guy got the hint but i guess you know. you're not supposed that, to put pictures of kids i mean on some level aren't you're not supposed to put kids on the inner even put post yeah, kids true. right that's true yeah, i was think i'm not really sure it was yeah oh but my I, gosh this podcast is ruining our lives i'll tell you what's ruining my life is uh moving into a new house oh uh, yeah i don't even congratulations tell on your clothes sorry about your grandpa but congratulations yep. on your clothes it's good, but the problem with the new house is how much it costs to do everything and redo the kitchen and all that. So what we've uh, done is Bridget and I picked up second jobs. I figured out a good way. No, you, you did? Yeah, we both got extra jobs. So what are what are they? Okay, you both so, have it. Yeah, we both did. It's actually, actually at the same place. But so Bridget now just got a job as a stripper at the yeah. strip club up off ninety nine because there's a bunch of them near the house anyway. So. Um, it's cool. We got her set up. She went through the application, did everything, got set up, and they pay. There's they pay. a stripper application? Yeah, you fill out application, resume, whatever. Anyway. References? Yeah, whatever. So she got the job, and the pay is pretty decent, and the, the best part is because of religious exemption, she can't actually take her clothes off or dance or even go in the club. Nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but they because, couldn't turn her down. Yeah, because she already had the job. So it's just, but then she put in for the religious exemption thing, because obviously she's right? a Christian. She can't strip. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be wrong. Yeah. So, so we get the checks kind of thing. But so that lady to, in Kentucky has changed every yeah, all, every Christian now gets to do whatever. Yeah, and I got and I got a job as a bartender there, which is great because I can't let people get drunk, so I can't really serve them drinks. Plus, if there's anybody stripping, I have to leave. Right. Because I can't watch it. <laughs> if it yeah, or if anybody's dancing kind of seductively right. exactly. near the bar. So I, anytime, so the I, almost, I can almost never work, which is great, but I still I get paid as well. So <laughs> I'm really excited. This it's going to really amazing. help out with the house. Yeah. Hey, well, that, that's, that has given me a huge idea. Right now, for sure, I'm going to go apply to TSA where you see the naked person through to see if they have yep, any weapons. Exactly. And I'm going to get that job, yep. and I'm going to ask for a religious exemption because <laughs> yeah. I can't see them nude. I, Joey, I can't see a nude x-ray. And so I'm going to be I, a I pizza thinking, deliverer, and, and I can't deliver pizzas because it's too much of a temptation, and I don't believe in gluttony. Joe, you're missing the big picture here. Muslim imam priest for you. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? You're already a pastor. You get the job. Uh, but clearly, you can't participate in anything that they do. So you'll be, you'll be good. Because you, I'm sure the benefits are great for Muslim pastors or whatever they got. I agree, man. So, oh, man. You, you are on to something. You are on to something. All Christians should find something to apply for, get the job that they cannot do. Right. It's, it's, it's a little tricky to get the job, but it's good. 
<laughs> well, that is hilarious that spent. you could seriously that idea like that is true i know i know you're just making fun but i didn't even think about that like somebody takes a job and goes hey my religion keeps me from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well even more even more realistically would be if you were in some job and then you became converted that would that you know uh, you, you really couldn't go get the job clearly that wouldn't doesn't make sense plus you know strippers work for tips i imagine but not i imagine i know but <laughs> but I think if you were already a stripper and then you got converted, you, you know, then then maybe that would come into play for real. I mean, that is. I mean, you it, you would just get fired. Everybody's kind of up in arms about this lady, you know, and what she's. It's just so terrible. But it's just, it's an actual joke. And I keep seeing all these things. The, the worst part is. Like I'm sure y'all know, everybody knows all the details. The lady's been married four times, and right. maybe her marriages were terrible, and maybe it wasn't her fault, and all that stuff. But I mean, I just I can't imagine. Somebody made the really good point. Um, what if the when she went to get her d- divorce certificate or whatever, they turned her down, and said, "No, it's not right. It's not." There's tons Jesus of good points. There's that. tons of good points around it all the way. And, and the thing about it is, everybody has a real simple way in on it, but it's incredibly complicated legally. Like what it means in the court system and how it goes and what the jurisdictions are in the state court versus. I mean, it's it's beyond anybody's normal person's comprehension of what ought to or ought not to happen legally. So I think there's probably pretty interesting points all the way around. The one that I don't resonate with is. Christians are being persecuted in this country, which is not the case whatsoever. That's right. the, that's the silly thought. I, that's I mean, there's so, such a thing as on, Christian. I'm happy. If there's a such thing as Christ, Christian persecution, there is, but it ain't here. I mean, there just isn't. It's not that. So that's the only thing that's no, silly. I about totally, it. I totally agree. I, I, I firmly believe if Christians were really persecuted, we'd take our our faith and our Christianity more seriously, and we'd we, we would actually do more like we're not we're just this is goofball stuff on both sides too i mean there's a million places probably that anybody can go and get a, a wedding license so they this this sniffed it out and it, it's it's fodder for the media and for yeah. everybody yeah, it's, to complain. Nothing, it's really. not it's, it's really one not person one going i mean people this go to jail stupid. for wrong stuff all day every yeah. day long so I, it's I, not if i was deal. a part of the gay community gay community i'd be more like don't give this lady fame don't yeah. give her any reason to be famous or anything like that. I'd just go to the next place and say, forget it. Because, I mean, it is legal. You can get married. There's nothing. I mean, this is all this is doing is making the right winger crazies come out and support her. Like, it's against, it's just ridiculous, man. It's just absurd. But that is, I love that idea of, of let's start a business where we get Christians into jobs they are not allowed <laughs> to do. <laughs> I read some about the legality of it. The, uh, the law says this about it, technically, it says that you have to. The it has to be legitimate and deemed reasonable by court. So there's a gray area there, and then it has to be deemed to be not a big uh, burden on the employer. So if they could change a truck driver's route who drove alcohol to driving something that didn't have alcohol in the truck, and it was simply a matter of administrative difference, then the employer would have to accommodate. And if it was something that would cause the employer a ton of of loss of money or burden, then they would not have to accommodate the person who would have to deal with it or quit. Man. That's how the law goes on. Something like that. But this is a government. Anything gets super complicated because she's elected and all that stuff or whatever. But let's move on to 
our uh, m- mistake on the RC Sproul, RC Sproul Jr. Yeah, thing last I week. I wanted to talk about this too. Well, hey, before we do that, real quick, I do want to just make a quick plug for our friend Aaron Lunsford. If you go to AaronLunsford.com forward slash backstage, you got to get this freaking book. It's pretty awesome. And the release date is actually September 15th. In two day- no, three days. So three days from now, you can go out and get Ty. backstage. And Such a good book. Did y'all see his post on Facebook? He, he was just like, man, um, I was something along the lines of I was looking forward to writing this book, but now I have to sign all of these things. Yeah, it's like no, a it's huge a stack, stack so. but uh, it really is good. Anyway, I, back to RC Sproul. Yep. You know, I said I would never issue a public apology. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. You better not go back on your word. That's just bad, in my opinion, my friend. Don't worry. I'm not going back on my word. I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, I did officially apologize for all of us. So I probably should I'm have. Not any more sorry. I'm not any more sorry than if I'm anytime I fumble a word or misread something. That's, that's how sorry I am. There was one person that I thought it was a somewhat of an um, imbalanced person perspective because he said no it's a big deal because for a lot of people that is way more heartbreaking for senior to have done yeah, it was this for than me. junior yeah i was shocked but doesn't that show some sort of unhealthiness in the stock that we put into people oh well, yeah but i mean the thing is well, whenever i hear stuff like that why in the world would you take uh what we're we're talking about here so seriously that you couldn't understand we could make a mistake or something like oh I, it doesn't I, even it's nothing it's just normal all we're doing is normally talking i was looking on the internet yeah. joey read it right from the story right. on the thing i mean and i mean it, it is rc sproll that did it now it's junior but it's rc sproll did it. but let me just make this quick point for anybody out there i mean i support rc sproll's ministries ligonier ministries my wife and i have given money to that ministry we love his teachings all those things so i was just just as shocked as anybody and then i was just happy when i found out oh it wasn't him now at the same time i'm still heartbroken it's his son and his son lost his wife and all that stuff and it's crazy and we were just i mean the the, the big so his the son's big, the one that lost his can- wife to cancer right okay. and, and the big thing about that was just the fact that he had spoken out about it and stuff so that was the uh, that was really interesting. Yeah, all, all the strange, stuff about crazy it is there. So, but as, as regarding the mistake, let's look at the mistake this way. It, I barely even want to call it a mistake, but here's the thing. I was reading the internet. I saw RC. First of all, you don't know if somebody's junior or senior. Sometimes somebody, you don't, you don't always clarify junior. So there's a guy named RC right. Sproul. There's a picture of him. He's an old guy. When I see the picture, I see an old guy who is a yep. theologian and writer who works right. for Ligonier Ministries, right. whose name is R.C. Sproul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no big deal there. That's not much of a mistake to have made in any possible way. Sec- and then secondly, I'm going to go one farther and say to old senior there, this comes with the territory. There's tons of benefits to naming your kid after you. If you have that, that if you if you're that kind of guy and you want to name your kid after you, the whole idea of that is that he reflects on you and your name is put forth farther, and that your family's credited. You know what I mean? There's the whole legacy idea of naming your kid after you. So I know. if there's a there, this might be one downside to naming somebody your same exact name. <laughs> right. oh, I know it. Like maybe this is just one tiny downside of naming a whole person your name. Hey, that makes me feel really bad. Like I, I heard the other day, just like there's also when when they had a kid, they named him uh, Jared from Subway Junior. Yeah, it's, you, don't want, the, you don't, no, want you don't want that. Don't want name. that. Right. Jared from Subway the Fourth. I mean, he still carries the burden. It's horrible. It goes both ways. You don't ways. want that as a nightmare. <laughs> 
<laughs> Matt, do you remember what Toby said? There was one line, and it didn't. You know, I have obviously called you guys up and have told y'all in the past, man, I'm uncomfortable about something airing, and sometimes I win, sometimes I lose, and that's great. But this one was not bothersome enough. But I do, I do remember at the time being like, whoa, that's pretty extreme. It was somewhat of a flippant remark about RC Sproul, and I think effing women or something like that. I wish I could remember what it was because there are some people that say the R.C. Sproul line about sex was extremely disgusting and not cool. Do you remember what you said? It was something very poignant. I wish you could remember it too because now you're probably making it out to be something worse than it is. I'm not sure what it was, but I don't think it would have been. I don't. Here's my point. I don't really care at all. I mean, Toby said whatever Toby says when we talk about that and there's microphones in the room. So I don't know. Well, if they think that was that bad, they please don't listen to other podcasts. Yeah, just, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I mean, don't he- hear me clearly. I support and will continue to support. And even after this, if I found out this is RC Sproul, I would want to, for him to see help. I think he's a great dude. And just like everything else, this is exactly the point. When anything's hidden, uh, the Bible even says it, it comes to lie. And if you're hurting, if your wife has passed away, if all these things are happening, that I, I don't think that's crazy. I think that's natural and normal for you to want to seek other stuff out in a moment of weakness or whatever whatever that is. But the problem is that we hide it and, and uh, call out other people like the Duggars or, or whoever, and that is when it gets silly and crazy and, and wacky. I mean, that's just you just can't do that. You, you plank, Talk about the plank in your eye early. Do, and I don't do that enough. I, I need to do that more. Yeah, more for sure. definitely. Yeah, anyway, I mean, it's not. I'm, not it's I'm just not good an, at this. all. It is an interesting thing to explore. All it yeah. is is just something interesting to explore. What does that mean? What do I speculate about that? What you know? That's all it is. That's all yeah. I'm doing is very interesting. But the opposite impulse is one that I do not can't really deal with, and that's the one where you got to yeah. protect your own or cover or right. give the benefit of the doubt. That leads to some of the worst things in this society, in Christianity, yeah. and in all organizations and clubs and religions yeah. and you're going to see it more and more there's a few things out there brewing right now that i can't even i don't even know the details to comment on them but there's plenty of christian organizations all it is is an extension of one person and then there's a lot of them and there's that idea where you protect stuff or you cover it up or you cover this up to for the good of the ministry or you cover this up for the good of your career it's the same impulse right. you got to whitewash christianity so that it doesn't lose ground but those things when they come out whether it's jerry sandusky or a child molestation case at a church or even one guy who's adulterous or, or one guy who goes to a bad website it does, all those things are the same impulse the same reason maybe i didn't tell you the last bad thing i looked at me that's all the same impulse and it gets more and more dangerous as it goes up the ladder that's just a bad impulse. So and, and, anything and we can honestly, do to either satire it, skewer it, bring it to light, or help it, or talk about it, those are the things that aren't done enough. So yeah, whatever and, and way. I, honestly, I'm super happy. If somebody thinks I'm uh, rotten and disgusting and no good, they're right. right. I'm, glad they get, I'm glad they know that and don't think I'm a good guy. That's, man, you know what? We all mess up and everything's... No, I mean, come on. Seriously, we are all in bad shape. Something on this earth, something in our minds gets us, and we can't overcome it. That's why the world needs Jesus. That's why we need light in the darkness, all these things. And so I am not a hero or the good guy or anything. If you think that's rotten and disgusting, you're right. Let's talk about your rotten and disgusting stuff, too. Let's get this all out here because it's normal. Anyway. I do think at one point I want, because I agree with you more than I disagree, but at one point I think we should read word for word some very, very strong verses on sanctification and 
tackle those together. I think it would take probably 10 minutes and it would because that is one of the biggest hot spots people have with us. And I always defend our case, but I have to say there are some verses that appeal very much so to know in Christ you're, you know, you're righteous. And uh, I mean, I, some of them word for word does point to major, major, major change. And I think when I tell you, Toby, that you you are totally different from the guy that I met in 97, you would kind of agree and then kind of downplay it. But bottom line is God has changed you significantly. I think I'm more aware and wanting to change, but I'm pretty still bad. I mean, what I don't know, like, what, and the, the biggest reason I don't like that is, what is the good of it? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Man, I'm a better person now. I just don't see, what I mean, no, I'm I'm a the crazy person that's going to need help the rest of my life. But I mean, you're that, not, I, but I, you're I, not anti-sanctification. You don't believe sanctification doesn't exist or isn't biblical. However, Toby, you just have you struggle I, I, for right. the words to explain it. And more no, importantly, what I would say to is, say why, why it doesn't, um, the way we talk about it and the way we retreat the treat it and the way we, we pretend sanctification is more of what we're uh, speaking about. Well, I, I actually think that people think, man, I got, I mean, I, I really felt this way and, and I've told you all my story and testimony and stuff before, but I really think we put way too much of an emphasis on, man, God came into my life and bam, he changed this. He took away smoking. He took away drinking. He took away my lusting. Here I am now <laughs> and I'm going to do this and this and this in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, hold on. This is going to be the rest of your life. God's yeah. refining you and sanctifying you. And the, the, the speediness of it that we think of, like, hey, say this prayer, and now you are saved. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, no, 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 no. You really, I mean, are you making this big of a decision right here in, the, in mm-hmm. just a few words? Wait a minute. What, what happens two weeks from now? Because my two weeks after, I sure did think I, needed, I wanted to do those things again. I, I sure went back to porn and smoking, all the things they told me that were terrible and all this stuff. And I just think that it's the, the reason I believe in sanctification, for sure, it's biblical. You're right. Um, but my, my bigger point would be, let's slow down. This is a process. This is refining, the fire of Christ, refining us, taking away those things. And sometimes it's going to take longer than others, maybe your whole life. All right, so I can't resist. Let me throw two of them at you real quick. One of them. Uh, Are you reading the Bible? Boring. (laughs) Listen to this. I mean, this one throws me for a loop. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, Mm -hmm. useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Right. And then one more. And this one, obviously. Okay, go ahead. And then I'll. That's second. Second Timothy chapter two. So that's Paul talking to Timothy about cleansing himself from dishonorable stuff. So that puts that puts some of the responsibility on us. All right. And then one John three, nine. Obviously, there's context here because two chapters earlier, he talks about people will sin like nobody can call themselves. So this doesn't mean eradicating yourself once and for all from sin, but it does mean get better. One John three, nine. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. Mm -hmm. So this just means there's got to be a change somewhere if the person really is born of God. I I really don't don't understand you you bringing up either of those verses because I love them both and they're both true. So I don't know what anything you're saying that we or you or us have said that would contradict those verses even in any way. Oh, I definitely think when Toby talks about this, uh, it talks at about least what? how he's communi- when he at least how he communicates it does go against this. Now, if if you if you back Toby into a corner, then and he's forced to explain further, 
then yeah, I think he falls in line with this. But just Toby's comments on the surface lends itself to say, yeah, no, no but we're not going to get better. I mean, it clearly oh. requires some interpretation because it says he will sin no more. So either nobody's Christian or we can all pretend. But clearly, we have to interpret that somewhere in the middle and wrestle with it and figure it out. Nothing wrong with oh, trying exactly. to, to process that. Because I mean, if that's the, every, case, if that's then the take- case, then everybody's pretending then. Because everybody still sins and we know it. So what good does it do you to pretend like you don't? That's the only thing that we're typically talking about. Because everybody or, knows that you still uh, will also, sin. I mean, if you go back to John, First John three nine, which you just said there, no one will continue to sin who has God within him, whatever. Um, I mean, then that means uh, Peter was a liar. Peter definitely said, "Jesus, you are God. You are the Son of God. You are Lord." And then he denied Christ three times in front of other people sinning. Paul, of course, had a transformation, and then you think he never sinned again? I mean, he got into arguments. No, 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 no. I, I said so, before reading this, this yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be a silly right, right, right. Yeah, so th- so that's my point. My my point would be. It, I've heard people say I've quit sinning, and when I hear that, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, not that even if people, really dangerous, even man. if people and, say that, even when people just kind of act like it or insinuate that they're almost there now, even that is very offensive yeah. to me. No, I, I think, don't believe I it. Think all, and you I think all three it. of us, I think all three of us, and myself included, lean way more towards. We just don't ever leave a place of desperation for God to help us do well. Sure. Um, or and to do right, but I've heard Toby say some stuff along the lines of we just don't get much better. Okay, I that might be true, do. but that's still miles and miles away from contradicting, not liking those scriptures, and it's a thousand light years away from don't try, which is what people. What, that's what oh, you're trying to. That's what you not, know. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying that. No, I know, no, but, but I'm also, saying that's the territories when it gets into yeah. So you shouldn't even try. Hell, oh, yeah, of course that, not. That, and nobody that ever said that. Crazy. So no, of course you crazy. should try. I, I believe 100%, but it sure is strange to me that when everybody talks about sanctification, it's just the sins that they they feel are the most, uh, the, the ones in their mind the most. Oh yeah. man, I really look at porn really bad. Yeah, you look at porn, but you're terrible in this right. way and this and way. And it doesn't this complete way. by the day you and die. And you do that and you do this. Right. And so all, my whole point would be, sure, there are things that I do way less. I used to look at porn Sometimes daily, hourly, minutely, all this stuff, th- 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 that has changed. I used to be maybe m- even more of a hothead than I am now. I still end up being That's a hothead right. sometimes and saying the wrong thing. So all I'm saying is God is slowly changing me, but my joy is in Christ. That one day I, I will agree. be freed from these things. Yeah. And, and that, you're that not going to get it all wrapped up heaven. before your deathbed. You're just not. You go to, you go to that and if deathbed. If so, I think you wouldn't die. Then <laughs> right. you would be... If you can, if you can stop sinning, then why do you need Jesus for? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, for can. instance, I hundred percent agree with that. For instance, the slave the slave owning Christians of our forefathers who were who were definitely Christians and our I guarantee you that, they talked they, about they sanctification. Went to their, they went to God their, is working on them. Yeah, they yeah. talked about <laughs> sanctification and owned slaves till the day they died, and they were yeah. that's just what they did. That's just, I mean, it's, it's, it, and it was the worst possible thing, and, and they, they didn't even see right, it or know right. it. It's not like you, it gets wrapped up matter of factly. The only question is this. If anybody wants to talk about sanctification, here's all we need to do to find out where everybody is. We all agree. We just need to figure out where our sliding scale is. What percentage do you become like Jesus before you die? 100% the moment before you die, if you're sanctified in Christ, are you basically as good as Jesus? Or... Maybe you, you get way, way better every day your whole life, and then you're hmm, 10% as good as Jesus by the time you die. Yeah. Or anywhere in between. All answers are valid, and I would hear anybody's argument. But I'm going to argue in a way that it sounds pretty shitty and arrogant the higher that number gets. Yeah. That's all hey, I'm saying. Which, which at some totally. point, Matt, I want to talk to you about the movie Lucy. 
because it's is it good? She, oh my Scarlett gosh, Johansson. Yeah, she keeps she keeps being able to use more and more of her brain. Like yeah. the average human uses ten percent, and so that reminds me. And I, I for another podcast, I want to ask Matt some questions on what he thinks about that because the it's things not, that she was able true. to do. Yeah, but Matt, yeah, Matt and no I way. made a deal. We wouldn't watch a movie like that because it seems too sexual. But yeah, you probably yeah, she's really too hot it. for me to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut up, man. Can, Both um, of y'all. I'm sick and tired of... I just watched um, that movie because her brain was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, man, that brain part was... Yeah, you know, Scarlett Johansson, whatever. That brain part was cool, man. I can't wait to start my new podcast. Matt, tell him about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ex- trust me, Joey. I'm excited for you to start your own podcast too. I really <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Pastor Benoit, when are you going to release it? When's it going to come out? Uh, probably the last Monday in September. Okay, mm. and the first the first Looking episode is going to have Dan Coke on it, and it's going to be about universalism. Which, listen to this. At this, just shows how I'm constantly changes at constantly change at the time of recording that. I would be a what you call a hopeful universalist slash annihilationist. In other words, I really hope that that's the case. But no, I wouldn't even say hopeful. I just hoped, but I believed in a traditional view of hell. Since recording, <laughs> since recording that, I've been listening to the uh, Rethinking Hell podcast, which we'll talk about in depth at some point. Was not do that and, right uh, now. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty convinced. Uh, to the contrary of the traditional view of hell. Wow. I know all of a sudden we lost a bunch of listeners, but uh, I think it's more biblical, um, a different different way. I'm very interested to hear that because I don't even understand that whatsoever. But we're going to take a break here and talk to uh, Matt McDonald from Vocal Few, who's out on tour, got their pre-order up, runs BC Music with us, and so that'll be good. But before that, the only last thing I wanted to say is the other thing has bothered me, and I'm you know we'll be sure to not mix anybody's names up i'll speak carefully in the future but that comedian who's so famous who everybody in america knows who was a, allegedly abusing those women is really getting on my nerves really he's still married he still is uh you know does even does comedy and does other things like that and i'm telling you i am very angry at chris rock <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're on fire today, man. <laughs> you're on fire. You started working at a bar, religious freedom, and now... <laughs> Toby, you know what one article of clothing that I wear every single day? I hope to the good Lord it's underwear. <laughs> 365 days a year, yes, underwear. And that is what brings us to me undies. Ooh, I love me undies. Me undies, baby. Man, you know, you've got to look for something extraordinary. Underwear needs to be extraordinary, but it, you can't have an insane price tag. So MeUndies understands this. I mean, hey, this has to do with confidence sexually with your spouse in your bedroom. I mean, how great can you feel if your underwear is wrinkling and riding up? Totally. I hate that. But feeling. that's not the case with MeUndies, and that's why they've created the world's most comfortable underwear for a daily dose of confidence. Oh, man. And here's why MeUndies is made from modal, and that is a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. And I know this. 
I have been wearing me undies and I love it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a boxer guy. I always wear boxers, and this is the first time I seriously have tried boxer briefs, and I cannot tell you how much <laughs> I love it. It's um, and it is so soft. I mean, I, seriously, like it is amazing. Me hey. undies, I love. I have, I promise you, I've only worn boxers, and now they sent. I have box. They sent me the boxer briefs, and they are amazing. Yeah, and, whatever you're wearing right now, me undies. And and their product is twice as soft as what you're wearing right it's, now. It's crazy, and they come in tons of colors, tons of styles, and it's the only place to get matching pairs for men and women. Yep. So we are directing you guys to meundies.com forward slash bad Christian. That's meundies. So m e u n d i e s dot com forward slash bad Christian. You get twenty percent off your Woo! first order. And so hey. Use that link, and they'll know that we sent you there. And, man, 20% off, that's not bad. Yep. And plus, as we all know, paying for shipping sucks. So Me Undies has removed that from the equation. All orders in the U.S. and Canada ship for free. And Me Undies even has a money-back guarantee. So, if you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it, and you literally lose nothing. That's unbelievable, but you're going to love them. I'm telling you, I know I sound, I'm converted. <laughs> I have been changed emotionally, physically, maybe even spiritually. These underwear are amazing. So, so go, soft. So go get your 20% off. That's a special offer for our listeners at meundies.com forward slash bad Christian. Hey, guys. One thing that we all know is that cash is king in today's economy. So instead of getting stuck with high interest rate credit cards, how about try Prosper? Now, this is really cool. Prosper is an online marketplace that connects people who need money to those who want to invest, and they want to invest in you. It's kind of like Uber or Airbnb, but for borrowing money. That's kind of cool. You can use Prosper to borrow up to $35,000 in as few as five days. Man, that is huge. Try going to a bank and hearing that kind of answer for you when you're sitting across that desk. With Prosper.com, you can borrow money for just about anything you want as well. You can pay off that high-rate credit card. You can fix up your house and even plan a vacation. Anything you want. It's your money. Prosper.com is a better way to get the cash you need at a low interest rate, and that's key, a low interest rate. To check your low interest rate instantly without affecting your good credit, go to prosper.com forward slash bad Christian for up to $35,000 in your account in as few as five days. That's prosper.com forward slash bad Christian. That's prosper.com forward slash bad Christian. And I'm going to give a legal disclaimer here. Other restrictions apply. See site for program and visa prepaid card details. All personal loans are made by web bank, a Utah chartered industrial bank member FDIC equal opportunity lender. Hello. What's up, dude? Hello. What's up? Hello. 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 Do I have to wear headphones? Yes, you, you guys. Do. Yes. yes, you do. Oh, okay, wait, one second. Yes, yes please. Yes, please. Yes, you do. Good. Please, please. 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 Shut the hell up, you do. You guys been doing this all day? You're all juiced already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. McDonald. McDonald. So, man. let me ask you something, Matt. I'm very curious. How in the hell do you guys come up? Get, get away with naming yourselves the vocal few when it's only two of you. You think it should be the vocal um, couple? Well, I, I mean, mean this is sp- bullshit, man. No, it's, You're telling it's people bull- few, and then they come to your living room showing us two people. <laughs> we actually have we tour with five people, two kids, and uh, and like a nanny. So okay, so, so what do your kids do in the band? <laughs> they, they mooch. They're like your average, you know, your average roadie or merch guy. I hear you, man. 
Yeah, I mean, no, how, it's, how, it, it was the whole thing was inspired by by the birth of uh, our first daughter. So we figured we're not we're not just two of us anymore. We're gonna there's gonna be a few of us. So it kind of made sense at that point. So how has the undertaking been? I know you guys talked a lot about how crazy you were bringing your kids on the road. Yeah, I mean, not we don't talk about it. Other people talk. Other people tell us that we're crazy. So I mean, it's normal uh, to you. Yeah, it's totally normal. I, and I think kids are resilient. Like I would, I would say the average, you know, toddler is more resilient than the average adult, um, in in the sense that like they spend twenty four hours in the van and suddenly they're like, okay, I live here now. This is my new home. So uh, they'll like sleep in their car seats and they're like excited to go to. You know, praise is always saying. Um, are we going to everybody's house today? <laughs> like every day there's a new house that we're going to. So, uh, she's excited about it. They're like, they're stoked. This is like, this is like the new normal. So, so and they'll be sad when it's over. Yeah, maybe. Or I don't know. Maybe they'll be excited to be home. It's, they're pretty, they're pretty flexible. So it's been good. See, I could never do that. First of all, it would, my wife and I would divorce and we would lose a kid for sure. There would be one that got lost. <laughs> And and we're such such sticklers for making it on time to our appointments or shows that we would leave them behind. <laughs> but you guys, you haven't lost any kids, and you're still no. in love. You're still in love, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we have our we have our spats, our marital spats. But... <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's let's dig deeper. Yeah, let's into just that. stop. Let's just marital stop right spat. there. Yeah. <laughs> how how much on the verge are you right now? <laughs> Um, we actually we actually screwed up pretty bad. We had to stop midway through a song yesterday. Whose fault was it? Christie's, I bet. It was yeah. absolutely her fault. Um, she just she, <laughs> she was drunk again. She, she was she had way too many beers before the show. No, uh, so you know we had a conversation after the show about uh, about what went on and was it you know, more was it a hot conversation or a cool was, conversation? It, you know we were we were trying to remain positive, but you know my my whole point was like. We should we should try to make sure that that doesn't happen, just for, <laughs> you know, just for like. Wait, who was future, who said that? You said we I should said try that. to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was like, well, absolutely, we're not trying to make it happen, but it happens. And so, I mean, it was funny. Everyone like clapped really loud after the song, and then we sold a bunch of merch. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we make it happen every night and. We get the make it part of the, the pity clap. Yeah, yeah. When when Matt and I have done Matt and Toby living room shows, I've definitely forgot. I remember the very first was it first or second show when we first did it. Matt it was Seattle or Portland or something, uh-huh. and I got stuck and I could not remember the third verse of a song, and we oh. just stayed on a note. We stayed on a note. We stayed on a note, and then all of a sudden, like a miracle, like the Red Sea parting, the, oh, the yeah. first word popped in my head, and I started singing. The, cla- the crowd applauded. Yeah, and I thought we did really good in merch and everything that night. So I think part of people think that it's fun when they see a band be real. Like, that's oh true. wait, yeah. yeah, that's true. Hey, fifteen years ago, I was ser- <laughs> oh come on, I was serving at Applebee's, and someone ran into me and uh, cr- cracked the coffee pot, and I burnt my hand and so the manager took it very serious sent me to the back to get me all uh fixed up my tables lose their server and it's a busy friday night so a server is taking two uh sections of the restaurant they get way uh less quality service and my tips went through the roof wow so it's just like this 
compassionate. Ooh, something different happened. So yeah. I'm gonna show them that I'm a good person. And and it, and it makes you know you're there. You know what I mean? Especially for a show, you get to you get to see that. I think right. that's really fun. Joey, I just, can't, I just can't. Joey, I just can't believe you're a servant at Applebee's when you were 35, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, how's what sex happened? on the road? Have you guys been able to have sex? <laughs> What's that like? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a very, oh God, very no. helpless no. We knew that. <laughs> this is the, the, the celibate tour for yeah, sure. <laughs> Well, I enjoy talking about the the arguments on tour now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that argument you have with Christy last night is not the worst one you've ever had on tour together, is no. it? No. No, no, we've had we've had way worse. Uh, here's way, the, way here's worse. the only detail if you don't mind me saying this one. There was one one time where she bit you and then you had yeah. to get in a fight with Robbie from the classic crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. I've heard that so, one from three different people's point of view. I so, love it. Yeah, you want to hear that one? If you don't mind saying it, I love oh that. Oh my one. gosh, it's the most embarrassing one of all. Um, we so we were we went on Warp Tour despite you you guys. We we were on the Tooth and Nail Tour 2006, and uh, we're, we're we're saying we're going to do you know two or three weeks on Warp Tour, and we couldn't get a bus. We couldn't because we needed to split a bus. We didn't have the money, and uh, and you guys were like, "Don't do it. Don't do Warp Tour in a van. Your 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 band will break up." And uh, so, so yeah, it's one of those things where like load ins at like nine a.m. and you leave at like midnight every day, and you're all all day in the hot sun, and then someone has to drive through the night, doesn't get any sleep. And so, about two weeks into that, Christy was at this uh, mustache party. We somehow picked up some girl that was just like riding with us in the van, so that was like extra added <laughs> weirdness, you know? Like, why are we why are we taking care of this other person? Um, and she's like sleeping in the spots that we want to sleep in and like, who are you even? So she was hanging out with this annoying girl and she went to this mustache party. Um, cause Warped Tour has those weird parties and, and, uh, you know, she was having a bit to drink or whatever. And, um, I was driving that night. So I was driving through the night and <laughs> I, I went in and said, Hey, we got to go. And then I sat out in the van and waited for like 25 minutes and I was just fuming mad the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they got in the van, they were like laughing and joking and whatever. And I had this like eight hour drive through the night. And I was just like, you guys are so selfish. And I might have said the B word. And, uh, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it escalated. It escalated because it was defensive, especially. <laughs> so she like ended up, uh, I'm in the driver's seat and she's like biting onto my arm. Onto oh my, my shoulder, and I'm like, well, go that ahead. was her reaction when you said that. Her immediate reaction was to bite you. <laughs> well, no, she yelled at me, and she's like, "I am gonna bite you right now." <laughs> she started biting my arm, and I'm like, "Doesn't that doesn't hurt me?" So she bit harder. <laughs> it's stupid. And then, um, and then my bandmates are yelling like, "Just pull over! Just pull over and deal with it! Like, stop driving!" So then I pulled over, and then I like opened the side doors, like, "Get out! Let's we need to talk about this right now." And she's like, "No, I'm not getting out." So I grabbed her by the arm. I was like, come on, get out of the van. We're going to talk about this. And then Robbie comes out of the back of the van and, uh, you know, comes to Christie's defense (laughs) thinking that I'm going to like, I don't know, hurt her or something. And so he comes running at me and and like he's going to swing. So I, I basically just focus all my rage on him. I picked him up and like threw him on the ground and and I did the only thing (laughs) that came to mind. I head butted him. 
in the face. Oh my lord! <laughs> and uh, and then oh uh, the cops, lord. the cops immediately showed up. And, uh, and keep in mind, we're like, you know, I'm 22, 23. We've we've spent two weeks on Warp Tour. We're we've lost our complete our minds at this point. Um, the cops show up and like, what are you doing? Like, you're you're in the middle of the street, you know. And what are you guys doing? Because they saw me and Robbie like rolling around on the grass. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and we just popped up, you know, put our arms around each other. Like, no, we're just friends. We're just wrestling. It's, it's cool. And so I think they might have cuffed Robbie. <laughs> they cuffed might have again. One. Another one of those easy to forget details. Yeah. He said, he, well, he says he was cuffed and he was on the hood of the car. But I don't know. His, 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 his recollect. I think he was saying it was a racist thing because he's half Cuban. Um, and you're totally white and i'm very very white so uh yeah so then uh so then they talked to us for a bit and then they let us go and then and then it was this oh man picking up the pieces after that i had to apologize individually as a group to the band me and christy side by side the next day had to go around and listen to everybody's criticisms of our our marriage and our life and how (laughs) much we're screwing things up and it was just the most humiliating awful Awful thing. So, I mean, that was like our first year of marriage. Um, we get we go on tour, and uh, Christy's like living in a van with five dudes, and it's just, it was the worst. Gotten a lot better since then. No, no fight has actually gotten worse than that. Uh, it, I think it's gotten progressively better. <laughs> Last night, the worst thing I said was, we should try to um, do better <laughs> than that. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's hilarious how your fights do change. Like, I mean, it's 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 like when you're young and wild, you just yell, throw stuff at crazy. As yeah. you get older, it's just more sarcastic and like, yeah. If, yeah. if you watched it, it's almost even more silly. Honestly, like Jess and I, when we fight, we'll just say silly things to each other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if your clothes weren't all over the floor, or <laughs> or, or you know, or, or oh, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I was done with that cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what's so it's actually super encouraging though when you can actually get pretty mad at each other and then flip right into joking around because both of you realize eh, it's not worth it so let's just right. step out of it yeah know? that's true but it's hard sometimes oh, yeah. i'm sure oh, yeah, it doesn't go that way for everybody but i'm i i, I yeah. know that you guys are in in much better and continually better shape i, I think seth uh, and Melanie that says on our show, our old drummer Seth, he's another good example yeah. of that. The first couple of years of their marriage, there was even more real violence and bad fighting, and it, they continued to get better and better too. So I'm sure there's a lot of marriages. I'm sure there's people listening right now that are in their seventh year going, "Well, that's the opposite of mine," you know, because I'm yeah. sure I'm, just, I'm sure that's the case. But there's something to that mid twenties thing where there's the jealousy and the what I hear in that story you told was the the anger and the jealousy and that rage part that that you yeah. have in your 20s like you like you're not getting to drink you're not getting to party and she's in there doing yeah. that that burns when you're that age and then with more this, than it does and now. with this yeah with this girl that i don't yeah. like at all that is like totally. gets on my nerves yeah so and then, that yeah, so that there's that, that jealousy thing like we used to have massive fights and it was almost always around like she wouldn't tell me where she was going why was she had to tell you and with this and that like when when yeah. i would be on tour and she'd be at home and when i'm in my 20s and i just i would be consumed with what's she doing what's happening why won't she tell me it would make me so angry <laughs> but if she if like if bridget goes out with her friends now i just say i'll see you i'll go to sleep yeah i'm not worried about yeah it. me too yeah yeah, trust trust happens over time, and and I think it was less it was less about like a trust or a jealousy thing, and more just about like 
this 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 tour blows my life blows tomorrow's gonna blow and and she's making it really really worse yeah. right now and she doesn't care and so i was kind of like you know i was hurt by that and obviously lashed out verbally in ways that um you know caused her to bite me (laughs) (laughs) hey you know the first time i ever met you matt mcdonald do i have to say matt mcdonald you can say matt that's what we refer to him internally a lot of times if we're both present Um, call him matt i got i got on the tour bus and you guys had what's his face shameless with y'all oh Um, man and I love one shameless. of the first things that ever came out of your mouth was a very confrontational uh, statement at Shameless. Yeah. And so I sat there and I was trying to evaluate, is that guy kidding or is he serious? And then as the trip went on, I realized, okay, he was serious and it was warranted. <laughs> like Shameless needed to hear that. <laughs> but I whatever you said, oh, not at all. <laughs> no, he, he, he got right on my away. nerves a lot. And I don't, you know, I'm not the type of person that like, We'll just like uh, not say what I think. Yeah, you're not a passive aggressive type. That's a good thing, by no, the way. No, I'm. I'm uh, I don't. I don't reward passivity. I don't like it. I think people should always say what's on their mind. And I, th- I think that's one thing I really like too. And I hope we, as a whole culture and bad Christian and the people I try to hang around with, I agree. I want to reward directness. I think that's why you're a good fit with us and we like hanging out so much because it's you don't have to i mean heck you have a wife so that's the one you have to be delicate yeah. around and be careful with and interpret but when i'm doing work right. or hanging out with guys i don't want to interpret stuff i think you should say what you mean not require this yeah. and that and just w- let's move on forward yeah that's the goal but you also have to take in consideration where other people are at yeah. taking that attitude and being oblivious to where they're at could just do way more harm than good. So well, it's true. The, I mean, some people like... You like, have to be well, smart like, about it. When, I, when I'll say to someone, hey, I'm going to go to Starbucks. Does anyone want coffee? And um, everybody says, no, I'm not going to push them. I'm not going to say, really? You sure? I can go get coffee. Are you sure? I go, right. okay, I'm giving myself coffee. I, I don't reward the delay, the passivity, the sort of the, 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 the sacrimonial dance or whatever they're doing. Um, I'm not. I'm not Japanese. It's not about honor. It's about just give me the truth. And if you want, if you want coffee, I'll get it for you. I'll even pay for it. But uh, if you say no to me, I'm not going to push you further and be like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" Like I just don't. I just don't think that that's. Yeah, I like that. Valuable. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get back to this tour. I'm tired of hearing about your personal yeah. life and your struggles. All right. Yeah. I want to hear. It. <laughs> I want to know a little bit more because you're coming to my house. You're going to be playing Charleston yeah. at my house. You and the fam are going to come down here, and you're playing. Um, what is that? September 27th, I want to say, but I might be wrong about that. Sorry. It's on uh, probably right. It's on a Sunday, like the last Sunday in September, I believe. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm excited about that, but how's it going? What what What's your show like for people out there? Uh, it's great, man. It's super casual, like, you know. It's a living room, so you know, no lights, sound. We there's no microphones. We're not recording or or broadcasting anything. It's very much uh, uh, just a casual, conversational type experience. And every room is different. Every collection of people has a different vibe, so it makes it makes it pretty interesting. Um, it's different than obviously like touring in a club because you got the stage and the lights and the sound and the uh, this big sort of disconnect between the audience and the people holding the the uh, instruments. So yeah. this is this is like you know you, we're all on the same level. We're all in the same room. We're all just looking at each other in the eyes, and there's something 
kind of cool and visceral and real about it. So well, we're, uh, we're enjoying building, it. Toby's actually building a huge stage for you at his house, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> he's got sound the lights, techniques. full audio. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the I have a backing band. Drum set. <laughs> where where can you get tickets to that? The tickets going good. You want more people to buy them? We'll throw the ticket <laughs> link out there. Yeah, we got uh, vocalfew.com slash tickets, mm-hmm. and we're we're only a weekend. We've got six weeks. We're going all over. That's insane. Um, That's awesome. Wow. So where, where are you right now? We are in Bakersfield. Dude, I saw the weirdest thing last night. We pull up, and across the parking lot is um, like a, like an empty lot that's fenced, and I, I see what I think is like 12 cats, and we're like, oh, look, a bunch of stray cats, and then I see these like poofy tails waving in the air, and we realize there's two skunks over there too, like just <laughs> hanging out with these cats, and we get closer, we realize there's three skunks, oh. 12 cats. Some of them kittens, some of them teenagers, some of them full grown, and a possum. What? All hanging out. It was like it was like white trash Bambi across the parking <laughs> lot. And I was like, seriously, only in Bakersfield would, would this That's happen. That's weird. That is really cool, man. <laughs> That's really weird. So the other ex- <laughs> the other thing I want to touch on is the uh, the Vocal Few album, the new album, which is up for pre order now. Yes, we just launched it yesterday, um, and uh, this has been, like, I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a while, because mm-hmm. I've been working so hard on this, uh, just recording it, and then booking this tour. Well, you still haven't sent me so the, ma- really the master excited. yet, so that's why I'm <laughs> you irritated. You have heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got the master today, so I'll send that over. Um, but we're really excited. Uh, everybody who pre-orders it at vocalfew.com will get a brand new song. Uh, on the 14th, which is next week. What's and the then, name of the uh, album? The, I know that, the but album's I'm asking called you. The, the album's called The Dream Alive, mm-hmm. and it's coming uh, October 30th, so it'll be a Halloween album. Excellent. But uh, pre-orders will get it uh, a couple weeks. It's really that. good looking. The, the, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The, say that again. Go ahead. I was going to say the vinyl no, gonna, and the purple and all that looks great. I love the way it looks. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the vinyl mock-up, it's hard to tell, but it's actually purple color in a clear... Uh, in clear vinyl with uh, with a gold uh, sp- uh, splatter, so I mm-hmm. think it's gonna I think it's gonna turn out rad. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, all the all the vinyl that we've done from Kings to the Emory one to uh, the Pacific Gold one was cool, and then that, that that last special edition y'all did for the acoustic classic crime record. Those are just every single oh, yeah. one that comes from the people we manufacture vinyl through Pri- Pirates Press. Those special yeah. editions come out so good. I'm loving them. Yeah, I love them too, and we're we're only going to press of the of those color ones about 150. So uh, if they go in the pre order, they'll be gone, and they, there won't be any more. So if people like cool looking vinyl, I think those color ones are going to be mm-hmm. sweet, and you can get it for as little as 25 bucks. And you're really supporting this whole family when you get it. So this is a small. You do. Uh, you're paying internal for therapy deal. for my wife mm-hmm. and I. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, it totally is. We're DIY. I mean, we pay for everything out of pocket. People always ask me at shows, like, what is it like being on BC Music or working with having the bad <laughs> Christian guys put out your record? And I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, they have this idea that we all, they have this idea that we all like, we all like have an office and we have all these like people working for us. And uh, no, it's very much a DIY sort of operation. You know, Christian, you know, Christy and I put, put the whole thing together you know we're paying for our videos we're paying for everything and uh and then you know we're gonna run basically our merch store through through bad christian and so obviously matt- i have reva and i have matt on the team and we've got daniel who's working with the vinyl 
So there's a few extra people, but like, I'm, it's very much like, oh, I feel like I'm still mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah, like, still you know, And that's the kind of, yeah. and that's, that's the, the thing is that that's that's the idea that I don't think people understand. It's like, uh, you know, people think, oh, if I signed a bad Christian, that'll be good for my band. Um, no, it's it's you. It's basically a DIY band who does everything themselves, partners with a DIY label that does everything themselves, and they create something bigger than. Uh, just their their individual selves. Well so put. That's, well, that's the hope. I say the same thing when people yeah. ask, "What's it like having Emory and putting it out on BC Music? How's all that work?" I say, "I don't know. Ask Matt McDonald." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I say. I'm I like, know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't really. I don't really run. Like, ask Ask Matt Carter. <laughs> Reva so probably. <laughs> Reva probably knows more than me. All right, so Matt. <laughs> Mac, you are able to speak from the standpoint of putting an album out on Bad Christian and also being the primary person that, well, no, Matt Carter too, working with other bands. But so how would you, like, let's say you find there's a band, you're like, man, I would love to have them on BC Music. How would you coin that positively? Because it kind of sounded like, yeah. You, there's a lot of work to do, and it's not yeah. like this huge thing. So why why would anybody want to do that? And I, I'm asking. I liked his pitch. I did well, too. Well, I mean, I I do too. I but think I, people still think that you get you're going to get the golden ticket somehow. Like yeah. people still they still believe the myth that like you know if you could just connect with this one entity or this one person or this manager that your band's going to blow up. Right. In reality, everything happens interior like on the on the interior level so whatever your band is doing if it's doing something really really cool and we think we can help we'll be a part of it but like a lot of times you know bands will send us stuff and they'll be you know they'll they'll say we have 203 facebook likes and we don't really have a record yet but here's some demos and that's that's really not we can't really help that um, not gonna, yeah, not interested. In that trying, was Emory know. an exception to the rule. Set me straight if I'm wrong, but it seems like nobody knew about Emory. You guys busted your asses in Seattle, <laughs> but but you got uh, a single walls and the rest of the CD in Tooth and Nail's hands, and the rest kind of took care of itself as far as other people hearing it. Am I totally wrong? I think you're totally wrong. I don't think anything would have... Once we made the week's end on our own, paid for it, recorded it before anybody gave us one dollar... The rest yeah. is history. It wouldn't have stopped. It would have been that label. It would have been another label. We could have done whatever we wanted. That record was good, and it was going to do good. Yeah. I mean, it could have been screwed yeah. up is all. So, no. I mean, Tooth & Nail did yeah, a great you job. Guys were willing, you whatever. guys were hustlers, and you're willing to, you were willing to hustle, and tour, you're putting your own tours together. I mean, right. you could see that, like, you could see the, the dedication and, and the, so that your goals were aligned. Any agent, manager, label, any of those people, all they're doing is taking something that's good and is going somewhere and then adding on, like helping. That's it. There's nothing else. And, and guys, right. I just want to interject here. This is really boring. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I think I'm going to die. Can we just stop talking about it? If you're good, you might can work with Bad Christian if yeah. you want to. <laughs> yeah. You probably good. might not want to, but if you're good yeah. and you want to, let's talk. Yeah. We have Love ways it. we can we can monetize your band for you if you if you have fans. But yeah, we can do hell of a deals. Well, we can make we call it a little them. bit more interesting. McDonald, if you haven't had a whole lot of sex with your wife, how many times have you masturbated? <laughs> Come on! All right, six times since we started this podcast. <laughs> I got the room to myself. Nice, <laughs> nice. You Dead while time. The Dead time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember so long ago our our old business manager he was like hey we didn't have kids or anything he said hey 
your bathroom time, that is your time. You are alone. <laughs> you can shut the door. You can be away from the wife and the kids for a while, and you're just in there alone. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Were you ever totally busted and you had to make up a lie when you are masturbating? I mean, that's definitely happened to me before. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I've never done that, so I wouldn't know. I don't lie about things, Joey. <laughs> yeah, liar. What did you say you were doing? Like when I was oh, a little oh, kid. Oh, mom, I'm, it was itching. <laughs> no, there was, there was one time when I was a little kid where I literally pretended like I was in complete agony because my mom walked into the back of the bedroom and my pants were down. And I was like gosh. laying on the ground, so I was seriously just like, "Oh my gosh, my side is oh, okay." Killing me. I, side note here, but why in the world would you have to do? Why would you have to masturbate laying on the ground? I wasn't. I probably collapsed when I heard her walking down the hall. Oh my, oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, well, McDonald, have a great tour, man. See you soon, bud. Well, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that imagery. <laughs> of a fully haired Joey laying butt naked on the ground. A 27 year old Joey <laughs> is masturbating and goes, Oh no, here goes mom. What do I do? I'm going to fall to the earth and start screaming in pain. And I guess it worked. E- even to this day, the kidney stone, the whole kidney stone thing is just a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang out for the news, McDonald? Do we have time? You have time I before you got to so, go? Yeah, I can hang out for the news. Oh, he, as long yes, as it's so, not so like he 40 minutes long. Uh, okay, well, if you're going to stay with us, let's do this. In a world where your best friend, you've always thought he told you the truth when he was hunched over and you walked into a room. <laughs> But now you know that MF is a liar. He's and he a lies. Liar. The masturbation thing is terrible, but the lying has to stop. The masturbation is disgusting, but the lying has to stop, sir. The lying has to stop, sir. I'm Toby Morales, the damn news. I'm disgusted this evening. You're disgusted this evening? I don't even know if I can bring the news because of you. Hey, Toby totally has a hipster uh, haircut. It's, it's like the. Is I actually do. It? Is there a name for it? The the sides and the. It back, looks. Like, I think it's like cut? the. What's the uh, uh, rapper dude? Um, Eminem. No. Macklemore. Um, Macklemore haircut. I think. I didn't want it. My wife said we have to get our son's haircut, which I wanted to do, and she said you should get your haircut too. And so she said, "Hey, cut it like this." And so I did, and I think the lady. I don't even like it. I feel like a weird hipster, and I don't like it. You don't like. I, you I, I, I was really close last night just to shaving my head, and my wife says no. She really likes it, so she sees my hair more than I. So with that being said, uh, can you get on with your news? How about that? All right, my first news story comes from a roving reporter, Jeremy Inns. Oh, thanks, Jeremy Inns. I thought this is interesting. Thank you, Jeremy. It's a fight club for four-year-olds. Oh, Jeremy, thank you. <laughs> Daycare staff charged for encouraging kids to battle and then putting videos on Snapchat. Oh, boy. Jeremy. Do you have a uh, three-year-old, Joey? Is that your youngest now? Well, I was C3? thinking Jeremy just a second ago. How old yes. is would you allow him, like, if, if there was a bully, would you allow him to actually physically fight or you'd, you'd separate him? <laughs> If there was a, I guess I would. If there was a three-year, four-year-old that was like in his face and trying to push him, would you say stop and get his back, or would you actually maybe allow them to fight a little bit? I mean, I wouldn't want him to get on the kid and just bash his face. Because you and I have been in this situation, my friend. Yes, we were at a at the mall playground. (laughs) Two dads and their kids. Thank you, Jeremy. And and my son Ike 
and Joey's son, Waylon, were started kind of pushing each other, and Joey and I kind of looked at each other and was like, let's just see what happens because they were – Absolutely. Ike was three, I think Waylon was two at that time. And so Waylon's kind of a big kid, and he kind of you know wants to be, be tough. And so uh, he pushed Ike, who's the bigger kid, and Ike never understands anything is negative. Like He thinks always I'm playing. It's always fun. It's just hilarious. Like, my son's attitude is awesome with that. I don't think he's ever going to realize he's bullied, ever. Like he, he just won't understand. He thinks it's hilarious. Anyway, so uh, he pushes back Waylon, and then Waylon pushes him, and then Ike goes, oh, and pushes Waylon really hard. Waylon falls to the ground, Joey's son, and starts sobbing. And then I promise you, Ike looks up, throws both his arms in the air, and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and Joey and I did exactly what we're all doing right now, laughing. And we both immediately thought our mm-hmm. wives would be upset, angry. If they actually saw us do that, maybe if there was video, yep. we would be looked down upon. Maybe. for that. And, we, and nobody was hurt. It was just whatever. But I was wondering, but this is way worse. Let me get into the story here. But anyway, uh, this week, New Jersey prosecutors ca- charged Kenny and another female daycare employee with allegedly encouraging kids under their supervision to battle one another on camera. About a dozen children, boys and girls, between the ages of four and six. They were just fighting, throwing each other around on the ground and hitting each other, Union County Prosecutor Grace Park told CBS New York. Most parents would be astonished by the behavior. Kenny, and who was 22, and Chanice White, uh, 28, faced fourth-degree child abuse charges. Kenny also faces an additional charge of endangering a child for filming the Snapchat scuffles. If convicted, he could face up to five years in prison, while White could earn 18 months. Both women are expected uh, to appear in court uh, wow. on Friday to answer to the charges. I just can't believe it. Now, here's the thing. This is awful. Now, I think two dads supervising their kids and stuff like that, but I can't believe it. how in the world do people think that this is okay to let – now, and the only thing I can think of is, Matt, can you – either, Matt, can you figure out a way that this would be okay? Like, did the guy or the girls think this was funny? Like, it's just – oh, it's just – they're just kind of wrestling, and let's just catch it on – on yeah. Snapchat? No. Here's here's how you can sort this one out. Or, or are this person really sick? That's what I'm saying. Well, this is how you can sort it out. That. Is because what was the like? Uh, okay, put it this way: if I did that and I was sending it to and using it for this podcast, let's say, let's say I was sending it to the Bad Christian Club or putting it on YouTube or something like that. Let's just say it wasn't physically. There's no bruises or anything. That'd be horrible, wrong, bad judgment. Nobody would laugh at it, but clearly my intent would have been, oh, people like this. This is fun. This is funny. That would be how, and then I would be wrong and dumb and probably should get in trouble for that. Now, what these people were doing was putting it on Snapchat, and these people are probably not uh, clowns or comedians or people that are trying to be entertainers either, right? That's probably not in their personality or background or anything. So they most likely were doing something more malicious and Snapchat is where it goes away immediately so it couldn't be seen, which also shows that they thought this is how we can get away with this really bad thing that we know is bad that we're doing. See what I mean? Yeah. So I may make a bad decision or think, well, they're not really getting hurt here, which may or may not have been the case. I didn't get that in the details. But the way that they seem to be covering it up and what their intent was seems to only be bad. And so that's how I would sort this one out. Now, to the thing of being of the way you parent, though, I agree with you and, and Joey. I think the interesting thing that I'm very non interventionalist, I would say, on the playground. And I think it's real interesting if you pay attention. I believe that more people would be that way. If it's just me on the playground with Georgia and another kid and nobody's really paying attention and they get into some kind of scuffle or push to see who's going to get on the swing or the slide, I'll never interfere. I really want them to learn how to deal with it. 
basically. And I think it's a safe place. I'm yeah. watching. So I always let it play out. But other parents don't. And then the real uncomfortable thing is if you're standing there and your kid does something and you become embarrassed in front of the other parent, that is the cause of most of the intervention. You go, oh, I'm sorry, Georgia, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But that's because I'm embarrassed for the other parent. I don't want them to think something about me. But for the, for the kids, you're better off to let them figure it out. It's, the playground is safe. It's a safe place where they can push, they can fall, and the more adversity they learn to deal with, the more you can stomach as a parent to, to allow them to go through is to their benefit. That's my opinion. Hey, guys. I just want to say I 100% agree with that, and I got to go. All right. Uh, Thanks, McDonald. Getting, I'm, get, I'm getting kicked out of the hotel room right now, but I'll see you guys soon. You got it. Appreciate it. Have All a good right, have one. Take fun, care, man. guys. All right. Bye. So I advocate for – You know I what think, he's going to do. Oh, yeah. Extra time. Bonus hotel time. Late checkout. So, you know, I always advocate to let the kids do more, but as much as you can stomach, but, you know, the problem is other parents. They get weird. I hate when another parent corrects my kid, too, because I was just going to let them play it out. Joey, you let them fight or not? Yeah. All right, next story. You want to fight me right now? Because if you want to go, we'll go. You've gotten your ass kicked before, and you'll get it kicked again. You have never kicked my ass. Two arrested in alleged Pokemon fact, championship threat. I, feel, I felt so bad because I really pushed you with all my might and you fell like a no, you fell. Of potatoes. You and, fell. And I really felt bad because I humiliated you in front of a bunch of people. But go ahead with your news story. You're a great news broadcaster. Oh, Mom, somehow I'm on the floor. I think I passed out. How did my pants get down? How did my pants get down? 